For a troubled world, here are three basic principles to promote peace and prosperity. Too bad the Biden administration won't pursue them. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Since World War II, to deter a possible first strike from an adversary, the U.S. has had what is called the nuclear triad. The three legs are land-based missiles, submarine-launched missiles, and strategic long-range bombers. How about an economic triad to stimulate worldwide growth? The three parts are simple, sound money, free trade, and a strong defense to deter aggression from imperialist-minded powers. The U.S. essentially pursued this economic triad in the aftermath of World War II. We should do so again. Take trade. The world plunged into a global trade war in 1930, precipitated by the U.S., enacting the most destructive protectionist trade bill in history by a major power called the Smoot-Hawley Tariff. Other countries swiftly retaliated. Economies slumped, and the Great Depression was underway. After World War II, to prevent a redescent into the awful war-promoting conditions of the 1930s, the U.S. and the free world reached a series of agreements, reducing trade barriers. These helped promote enormous economic growth. In recent years, we in the world have been becoming more protectionists. The U.S. should take the lead in promoting freer trade. We could remove recently enacted tariffs, except those against China. We could rescind the crude protectionist features of President Biden's so-called Inflation Reduction Act in exchange for Europe, not imposing a protectionist carbon import tariff. We could pursue a free trade agreement with Britain and much more. Sound money is another crucial policy. The horrible 1930s was also a decade of monetary chaos as countries floated in devalued currencies to try to gain a competitive trade advantage. Britain had blasted away that rock of monetary stability, the gold standard. That's why a new gold-based monetary system was established for the post-World War II world. It worked. Both international monetary stability and freer trade triggered an immense economic boom. The U.S. destroyed the gold standard again in 1971, triggering a devastating decade of inflation. But a semblance of stability was restored from the early 1980s to the late 1990s. Unfortunately, it was then back to chaos in the early 2000s, leading to where we are today, an era of slow or no growth for much of the world. We won't be returning to a gold standard. Policymakers today wouldn't have a clue how to operate one. That will eventually change. But in the meantime, we can pursue stability among the major currencies of today and the type of monetary policy the Federal Reserve followed from the early 1980s to the late 1990s. The need for a purposeful, powerful defense policy of the kind we mostly had during the Cold War is self-evident in the face of the weak, floundering, confidence-destroying approach we have now. Of course, the U.S. and other countries should domestically cut tax rates and deregulate and drop the current pursuit of a global minimum tax, which actually means higher taxes. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions and look forward to being with you soon again. Oh.